People think I'm damaged goods. I'm worried about losing my job. Will I ever get a transplant? I want to see my children graduate from college. How can I afford this? I don't want to be a burden. I'm afraid. I'm overwhelmed with information. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever fall in love and get married. I just want to play with my friends. You're listening to Kidney Talk, streaming health, happiness, and hope to the renal community with your hosts, Lori Hartwell and Stephen First. Hi, welcome to another Kidney Talk. Yes, we're here another week. And we got a funny guest today. Yes, and I think it's so interesting how this guest came to us. Yeah, Um, I was in Indianapolis doing an animal house function, and I was doing an interview on a radio show. And he heard me mention kidney talk. And he's a kidney patient. And he wrote us an email and said, you know, I have an interesting story. I'd like to be on your show. And we read about his story. And it is, it's great. He is a full-time, on-the-beat police officer on dialysis. His name is Donald England, and he's gonna. He's from Kokomo, Indiana. That Kokomo. sounds like an island, doesn't it? Kokomo I know, sound I like an island. I thought that was in Hawaii or something. <laughs> I Wasn't know. there a Beach Boys song called Kokomo? Yes, Kokomo. Uh, I, I can you can't sing it for us? Actually, maybe it'll be the theme song. <laughs> oh, that's right, Kokomo. That'll be a great theme song. Uh, Bermuda, oh, but I wanted to do cops. Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. <laughs> yeah, but he's a cop. Yes, so we should probably use that theme Bad song. boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? You really but, have too much free time on yeah, your Yeah, I do. When you think back about your high school years, one of the strongest memories people have is their prom. It's their one night to shine, one night to dance the night away, one night to ride in a stretch limo, one night to feel like a star. This January 14th, the Renal Support Network will hold its eighth annual premiere event, the Renal Teen Prom. This is the chance for teens to stop thinking about the needle sticks, the PD exchanges, and the constant meds they have to take. For one night, they celebrate their life with hundreds of other teen kidney patients, and the only prescription is have the time of your life. So this January 14th, join us on the campus of prestigious Notre Dame High School in Sherman Oaks, California. The prom features live entertainment, a renal-friendly dinner, dancing, limo rides, glamour photos, and Hollywood celebrities. And get this, it's absolutely free. To receive an invitation or make a donation to an Evening Among the Stars renal teen prom, visit rsnhope.org or call 818-543-0896. That's 818-543-0896. You've got the power to brighten someone's life. This is your chance to shine like the stars. So, welcome, Donald England. How are you today? I'm great. Good, good. This is wonderful. Um, What city are you in? I'm in Kokomo, Indiana. Now, where is Kokomo, Indiana? Well, a lot of people ask that. It's 50 miles due north of Indianapolis. Okay. And uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, what is your history of having kidney disease? Uh, in 1999, I was uh, diagnosed with uh, kidney disease. My father had kidney disease. I had aunts that had kidney disease. Do you have polycystic kidney disease? We don't know what the cause is. Okay, because sometimes that's a, a genetic disease, polycystic kidney disease. Well, it is a genetic kidney disease. I had a transplant. In 2001, mm-hmm. my brother gave me a half-match kidney, and it failed. It didn't work at all? 
it uh, it worked for three years. Oh, okay. Well, that was pretty good. And uh, <laughs> they they checked it out, and they thought they might have found some FSGS. Oh, now, okay. what is that? You got for oh. for the people who are going. What is it? Focal sequential glomerulus. It's a big word. Yeah, can you do that? Can you say that three times <laughs> fast? It may have been so slight, and the uh, kidney lasted so long that if I get a better match, that it won't uh, be a problem in the future. Now you're on waiting on a good match kidney to come. Now you're on dialysis right now, correct? In dialysis since October 2003. Okay, you're on. Do you go to the dialysis unit three times a week, or are you on hemo? Well, I've done them all. I've done uh, the dialysis unit. I did the manual exchanges, and now I'm on the cycler. Okay, you're on peritoneal dialysis. Yes, and I, that seems to be working best for me and my uh, my schedule. Now, you have a really interesting schedule. Now, you you are a police officer, correct? Wow. Now, tell us about that. Now, did you start off as a police officer, or was that a second career, or what? how did that happen? I've been with the Sheriff's Department for 16 years. I went in the military with hopes, you know, to build something up to become a police officer, and I finally got on. And I was a police officer when uh, I got diagnosed with my kidney failure. And at that time, you know, I I didn't know what dialysis and everything was. It, it, I, I was scared. I thought I got a death sentence. But it's since, you know, I've, I've learned a lot about it. And I've learned that I can continue to work and continue to socialize, and um, it's really become more of an inconvenience than anything, but I feel good, and I go out. I was a detective for a long time. So what do you investigate? Do you investigate murders, or is there a lot of crime in Kokomo? I investigated everything from uh, mischief to murder. How did your work as a detective was impacted by having kidney disease? When I was on the manual exchanges, it really didn't uh, affect it too much because I could do my exchange when I got up in the morning. I did one in my office at lunch, one when I got home, and one before I went to bed. So if I had call-outs or anything, it was always there and I could uh, do my exchanges. And you felt okay? You didn't feel tired after the exchanges or anything? No, no, no. I, I felt felt great. And then you, you stopped being a detective and you became a police officer, right? Stopped being a detective and I went back on road patrol. So I drive around in a marked unit and run to cases and run to alarms and run to crimes in progress. See, as a detective, you know, it's kind of like going in after the circus goes through and cleaning up and finding out what's, you know, what happened. As a police officer, you're there when the action's happening and I, I really, I enjoy that. So you, you have to chase criminals now, right? Yeah. And um, now, I'm kind of curious, because I was on peritoneal dialysis for nine years. Uh-huh. And do you have, uh, like, a full dwell in your stomach, or are you empty? So do you, so when you're chasing criminals, um, do you uh, get tidal waves in your belly? Well, I try not to run any more than I have to. But, yeah, I can, I can feel it. It's kind of like after you drink a lot of water. So it's just sloshing around, but um, yeah, no, that that's one of the things that would happen when I would go dancing or something, and I would be full of solution. You know, I felt like I was having a tidal wave in my belly. Right. That that must be a, a, a you know a weird feeling, you know, to to feel full and and have to be a cop. Well, I don't have to eat a lot. <laughs> you don't have to eat a lot. Are you a skinny man? Uh, I am now. I lost. Uh, I've lost seventy pounds 
since I've been uh, diagnosed with kidney disease. I hope that's not from the kidney disease. It's well, a, it, part of it was from the medications when I had the transplant. Oh, really? Because a lot of people I know are so worried about, uh, you know, the, the medications from a transplant making them gain weight. You, you end up looking like Jerry Lewis. No, no. Well, they, that's the steroids blowing them up. And I never had that problem. But, oh, uh, that's good. I did good. lose some weight, and it's off, and my blood pressure's down, and I, you know, I've got more energy, and I, I really feel good. It's the only thing I have to do, and my wife likes it because I cannot, after 7 o'clock at night, I can't get more than 13 feet away from her. <laughs> He's hooked up to the cycler, and, and where's the cycler? Close to the bed? Well, I've got it on a cart, so I kind of wheel it around the house. Okay. And then, you know, when it's time to go to bed, I go and I sleep. And when I wake up, it's done and I empty my bags and go to work. Uh, do you ever feel limited as a police officer, you know, because of your disease? Do you ever feel like there's limitations on what you can do? No, not really. I don't, I don't let that feeling get to me. Well, it's a lot of positive attitude, which is great. I feel like you're as sick as you want to make yourself feel. And I have fun with it. I joke around with the guys. And tell them I'm a uh, minority now because I'm the only one that doesn't have any kidneys. And motorcycle <laughs> riders, I'll, I'll pinch their kidneys and tell them they look nice and juicy today. <laughs> Better be careful. Do you throw out an organ donor card when you pass an accident scene? Well, I haven't started doing that yet, but they won't let me bring a cooler to work with. Oh, oh no. no. They're afraid of you. <laughs> now, listen, do, do, you, do people know about your kidney disease, everybody you work with, or is it something well, you Yeah, I let everybody by? know about the disease. Because, you know, it's nothing to be ashamed of, and if something happens, I want them to be able to tell the ambulance crew, you know, what's going on with me and my health. I get to go to the emergency rooms a lot for follow-ups, and I talk to the nurses and let them know, you know, what's going on with me. So I just want everybody to know it, you know, it's not limited in me. So don't treat me like I'm sick because I don't feel sick. Well, we need to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more to Donald England. So will you stay tuned on? Okay, well, sounds Well, I great. hope he does stay tuned because he's going <laughs> to, Well, he you might know. get called for, uh, <laughs> uh, to go investigate something. Hi, my name is Jenny Huey. There is a critical shortage of organs. 91,000 people are waiting for a transplant. I am one of those people waiting for a kidney, like many of you listening. I wait for my transplant coordinator to call me with the good news, that they have a kidney for me. Other young women my age are waiting for that special someone who they met online at that dating website, Match.com, to call. And I'm waiting for the right cross-match. It is important that we all inform our friends, family, and co-workers about the importance of becoming a donor and to make sure they sign a donor card. Also, they need to discuss this very important decision with their family. We all need to bring awareness to the public about the importance of giving the gift of life so I can continue on with my life, dialysis-free, and have guys waiting patiently by the phone for me. Hi, folks. Crazy Kenny Kid here to tell you about the incredible specials we're having. We are definitely wheeling and dealing this weekend. If I can't put you in a proper axis, a lifeline like me and the missus like to call them, and I'll stand on my head and eat a low-sodium bug. First, we have a Crazy Kenny Kid special on hemodialysis access with several different models. We have catheters great for the beginners or in any emergency, but you'll soon want to move up to a more sporting model. Next, we have the AV graft, a good utility access, but believe me, sweet folks, I have saved the best for last, the fistula. This 
is the axis that everyone is talking about. You'll get great mileage and years of use with this baby. What's that you say? Hemo just doesn't fit the lifestyle you prefer, PD? Well, feast your eyes on this baby. Oh, I forgot this is radio. You'll just have to trust me on this one, folks. This is the PD catheter model. Beautiful, efficient, and easily hidden from view. So take your pick. We're dealing all week. We'll really have to move these babies. Keep your access clean and free of infection. A daily check for signs of redness and warmth could indicate infection. Check with your health care team for tips on how to keep your dialysis access clean and safe for use. And remember, if I can't put you in one of these lifelines, I'll stand on my head and eat a low-sodium bug. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? I, I think, love that. I think you need to sign up for American Idol. I think you secretly uh, want to be an American Idol. Now, Don, do you watch Cops? Do I? Yeah. I, I've kind of got away from that. You're I kidding. I do watch uh, CSI. Oh, CSI. I like CSI. I'm trained crime scene investigator also. You're a trained crime scene investigator. Wow. My favorite show is Without a Trace. Without it, my wife likes that one, too. Oh, Lori will watch TV all day if we don't blur her away. <laughs> well, that's the best thing about dialysis. See, I get to watch all the ball games at night, and I got talk to my wife into letting me have a big screen TV because, poor me, I'm going to be on this machine, and I'm going to have to watch TV. So I got a big screen TV and ball games. And oh, that sounds wonderful. Hey, can I come over to your house then? I want to come over to your house with the big screen. Oh, wow. Throw Animal House on, and you tell me what really happened. Oh. <laughs> now, listen, are the people you work with, are they supportive of you, or do they feel like you're a weight around their neck, or what? No, they're supportive of me. You know, I, I take my share of calls, and I, I, don't, uh, I don't call in sick on a regular basis. And do you have a partner? Not, we, we ride in our own cars. You ride in your own cars? But basically, you know, there's... We, we've got friends that we like to go on calls with. When you say your own car, you don't, you, you, you're not your personal car, though. Yeah. Well, you're, not my personal car. No, they just one person in a police car. It's not like we're two people in a police car, correct? Yes. Oh, I see. Now, what is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you as a police officer? Well, my sister, when I was younger, my I was the youngest of five brothers and sisters. And I, uh, they were always, they always found delight in trying to scare me. <laughs> so my sister rode with me one night when I was on midnights, and we went into a graveyard to check it. And she, she said, I can't believe we're here. And I said, where? She goes, in this graveyard at midnight. You're, you're always scared. And I said, no, there's nothing to be scared of now. So that's, that's probably the weirdest thing, showing my sister, you know, that... Going to a graveyard in the middle of the night would be kind of spooky. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't try to take a date there. I mean, that wouldn't be a very good thing. Well, we do thing. find people that do. Oh, I'm sure it's a very romantic oh, place. Oh, is it? <laughs> I guess I'm just not up on those things. Yeah. A graveyard is a great place to take a well, date? Well, you know why, don't you, Lori? My goodness. The girl gets scared, she holds on to you, and everything's perfect. <laughs> You guys need some lessons on dating. <laughs> I've never taken a date there, but I guess we'll have to listen to Steve. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an expert at this. Now, listen, have you been in a physical confrontation where you felt like your kidney disease impaired you? No. No, not at all? No. I mean, because some of these, you know, I see on cops, some of these guys can get pretty <laughs> wild. Well. Uh, I guess there's not a lot of crime in Kokomo. I've never, I've never really... Uh, 
giving it a second thought. It doesn't limit me. I don't let it limit me. Well, that's a great positive attitude. I like that. And, you know, are your doctors, uh, do your doctors encourage you to, um, you know, be a police officer? Did any doctor ever tell you to go on disability? Because that's one of my biggest um, problems with some physicians that I hear from patients as well is that they say, oh, you know, uh, look, you know, maybe you should just slow down a little bit because you have kidney disease. Well, I had one doctor ask me if I wanted a letter. And I asked him what, what I'd need a letter for, and he said, well, some people go on disability when they get go on dialysis. This is when I first went on dialysis. I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm not going on dis- disability unless I have to. Well, that's great. That's the closest I got to anybody, you know, seeing if I wanted to go on disability. My current doctor, he loves it when I come in in uniform. He wants to take my taser and get his nurses all back in line. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> It's now, more it's more a fun fest when I go in because you know my blood tests look good and I feel good and my blood pressure's good. So you probably eat right and take your meds and everything, right? Yeah, and and you know he tells my dietitian tells me eat lots of meat, so you know that really drags me down when I have to eat more steak and you know chicken wings. That's yeah, I know. <laughs> you need I, that protein level up. So, you know, I get to eat all the steak I want, watch all the ball games I want on my big screen TV. Now, how big is your TV? It's a 55-inch. Wow. 55-inch, wow. Well, you know what? I have TV envy. Yours is bigger than mine. <laughs> well, Don, do you have any children? I have two girls. They're both uh, grown. One's 22 and the other's 20. And are, are they police officers? No, no. Uh, one is a trained uh, cosmetologist and the other's in school the same thing. Oh, okay. Oh, so you look really pretty when you go to work. Yeah, they, they'll fix me up. Oh, great. <laughs> People say, well, you get free haircuts. I say, no, you haven't seen tuition at a beauty college. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now, are you on a transplant list, Don? I'm on the transplant list. I just renewed for my third year on the list. Uh, and where are you on transplant list at? They won't tell me. They, they won't tell you where... You know, the phone could ring any time. No, but oh. where are you registered? Oh, with Methodist Hospital in Indianapolis. Oh, okay. In Indianapolis, because I, I, I had an occasion to go to the uh, university hospital at uh, the Indianapolis Purdue, and that was a wonderful unit, and they said they were the largest transplant center in Indianapolis. Their I, IU Med Center? Yes. That's where I had my first transplant. Oh, and okay. oh, that's great. They were a great hospital for me. Yes, they are. Yeah, they're wonderful people. Well, you know... I just, I just had a thought, Don. It must be pretty interesting if you, you know, get a call for an accident and it's a serious accident. Uh, does it ever cross your mind that somebody in that accident may be ending up being your donor? I hate to see someone lose a loved one for me to right. be able to pee again. But you know, it does cross my mind when, when I go to accidents like that. That you know, they they could be calling me on this because we've had uh, this year. I've been able to work two motorcycle accidents where uh, some guys were were killed in motorcycle accidents and uh, another uh, accident where a, a man was uh, seriously injured when he ran off the road and hit a school bus. So those things, you know... They do cross your mind. It's just the unfortunate reality. Uh, my donor um, was an accident victim who was a, 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 in his mid-20s, and it was, uh, I believe, to be a motorcycle accident. So uh, that's why Lori wears a helmet all the time. 
You know, I look at people and they not even in an accident. I look at people like I'm if I'm in the market or something and I look at them and I go, I bet you they got great kidneys. I, I think about how healthy their kidneys are. Yeah, my my cop friends, you know, they they hate to turn their backs on me because I keep squeezing their kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I use the restroom, a public restroom, I listen to see if my kidneys met its full capacity. Oh, Lori, you're showing off. <laughs> what do you mean you, you well you listen you listen to you know uh, other people going to the bathroom you wonder if you could go as much as oh that. you listen to other people going to the bathroom when you're in a public restroom you i want to know if my kidney is working as well as others you know it's it, it, th- this is it i'm not doing the show with you anymore <laughs> There's a story of a friend of mine that got a kidney transplant and he went to the restroom and he was gone for a long time they got concerned about him so they sent someone in to see how he was, and he was there, and he said, oh, it's been so long since I've been able to do this, I'm just enjoying every minute. It, it, the sound is beautiful, I have to say. It's amazing how we take a, a little thing like peeing and uh, take advantage. I, I always tell people, pee all you can pee. Yeah. Because you never know when you might not pee again. I know, it's so true. I mean, this is my third transplant, and so I'm... I'm you know, savoring every minute of it. Yeah, you know, nothing is more beautiful than hearing urine on porcelain. Well, any words of advice that you would like to give uh, the patients listening um, before we close the show? Well, yeah, that dialysis is nothing more than an inconvenience, you know. It, don't let it stop your life. I, you're as sick as you feel you are, so just feel well and don't let it limit you and uh, just keep on doing what you do. That, you know, that's funny because that's exactly what I said. I always say dialysis is an inconvenience. Actually, I've grown closer with my wife and family since I've been on it because, like I said, I can't get more than 13 feet away from them. So, <laughs> to them. Or they might pinch my cord or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. Make that machine alarm at night, and then you won't get any sleep, and then you'll be grouchy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, enjoy your big screen TV. Okay. I'm going to come over for the uh, bowl games uh, towards the end of the year. All right. And we'll, ha- we'll have some uh, low-sodium popcorn. Look me up when you get here. All right. Well, thanks so much, and uh, good luck to you, and uh, keep Kokomo safe. Well, thank you for uh, your show. It uh, seems like a, a good thing for kidney patients to, you know, get recharged and get some information. And I didn't hear about it until just recently, and... I'm going to start download it and see what you got to say. Okay, sounds wonderful. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. What's the secret ingredient for delicious yet healthier meals? Why, Mrs. Dash seasoning blends, of course. The 12 varieties of Mrs. Dash are all made up with a unique blend of 14 natural herbs and spices to make side dishes snap. Potato popping dinner's date unbelievable. And since Mrs. Dash has always been salt-free with no MSG, you can create great-tasting meals full of only one thing, mouth-watering flavor. Here's an easy-to-make, healthy recipe idea. Coat some boneless chicken breast in a mixture of Parmesan cheese, breadcrumbs, and Mrs. Dash original blend. Saute in extra virgin olive oil until done. Then give a small squeeze of fresh lemon juice and serve over your favorite pasta. Doesn't that sound good? Well, for more information, visit MrsDash.com. Mrs. Dash, salt-free, flavorful. What you want, what you want, what you gonna do? 
Wow, he's a full-time police officer on dialysis, not just behind the desk pushing papers, he's on the beat. Yes, and he has such a great outlook on life. He I does, think, and you know, yes. I think that's so important it to is. do that. How are we going to get through this without that great outlook it's in the, life? It's the only thing you can control in life is your attitude. And you know what? There is two people on this show today that have been on TV. And who may that be? It wasn't you. It was me and Don. <laughs> Don's going to be on an episode of FBI Files on Court TV. Yes. He helped solve a kidnapping in Kokomo where they took the girl to Wisconsin, and he was one of the people who rescued her. I know. I heard about that, and I'm, I'm going to look for that show. It sounds I know. It's going to be so exciting. And here's a guy on dialysis rescuing people, positive attitude. You know, it's great. Well, and I think that he has so much to teach all of us because we have to remember that we just have to go on living life. And I think one thing that uh, really resonated with me that he said is that, you know, kidney disease can bring you closer to your family. And I think that that's really true. And we have to look at how um, obstacles in our life can bring us joy. You know, and, and, you know, it, it has brought me a lot closer to my family. And I think that's why they asked me to start wearing deodorant. We can control our own destiny. We can take charge of our health and ask questions about our medical options. We can form partnerships with our health care team. We can take steps towards self-improvement. We can be sensitive to the impact of our disease on our family. We can sing, dance, laugh, and enjoy our lives. We can appreciate today and look forward to tomorrow. We can help and support our fellow patients. We can pursue our hopes and dreams. We can make a difference. Renal Support Network would like to thank everyone who has made this show possible. Kidney Talk's founding sponsor is Amgen. Generous support is provided by Roche Pharmaceuticals and Estellas. Friends of Kidney Talk are Abbott Laboratories, American Region, and Fresenius Medical Care North America. Thank you for helping us stream health, happiness, and hope to the kidney community. Visit rsnhope.org for more information. The opinions, recommendations, statements, and advice contained on Kidney Talk are for information only. You should not use the information on the show to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without first consulting with a qualified health care provider. Please consult with your health care provider about any questions or concerns you may have regarding your condition or dietary regimen.